Hello and welcome to the Silver King's War. I'm Michael Sievers, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today we are in Who is Della, the fourth and final play in this series. We're in Act One, a prominent patient, and Scene Two, entitled Chicago. And it begins with Michael, the narrator. Frank Ober Jr. and Stanley fly to Chicago in January 1956. The king, of course, is excited to visit his favorite American city. His older sister, Leona Bernstein, who, like Minta Martin, was known as the Duchess, lives in Glencoe, a prosperous suburb along the Lake Michigan North Shore with her husband, Lee, and their children, Richie and Margie. Their relationship had been difficult since Stanley left his production job at the Acme Paper Box Company in 1947 to earn an engineering degree through the GI Bill. Lee Bernstein's family owned Acme, and Stanley had returned to Chicago after World War II to join the business and perhaps rise to help manage it. But by the first day at Acme, Stanley had a new plan for a very different future. Stanley plans to visit the Bernsteins on this trip, and much to his surprise, learns on arrival that Frank Sinatra will perform in the Empire Room at the famous Palmer House Hotel during their visit. The scene is these men sitting in the Hilton's famous Normandy Lounge, which is an elaborate Art Deco design, sharing drinks before dinner. Della Martin will appear and speak at the scene's end. And Michael continues, The American Bar Association headquarters is in Chicago. The meeting at the large and world-famous Conrad Hilton Hotel is where Mr. Ober and Stanley stay. The hotel is a legendary center of Chicago nightlife, politics, and dealmakers. This meeting is where Frank Ober introduces Stanley to James Shepard, the lawyer who will lead the Della Martin team in California. Frank Ober Jr. met James Shepard, a Los Angeles lawyer, in July 1950 at a national bar meeting in San Francisco. They were men born before the 20th century who rose to legal fame in their respective named firms, and they bonded over extensive conversations and stories about practicing law as World War I veterans and their roles in local civic life. This meeting and conversation will define the start of Stanley's life in California. The Hilton Hotel opened in 1927 as the Stevens Hotel. The Army Air Corps purchased the building in 1942 to house war personnel. The Hilton Group purchased the Stevens and the Palmer House Hotels in 1945. And in 1951, the Stevens became the Conrad Hilton Hotel. The Normandy Lounge was built with salvage materials from the SS Normandy cruise ship, which was destroyed in a 1942 fire in New York Harbor. As the lights go up on this scene, the King and Frank Ober Jr., along with James Shepard, are relaxing and having cocktails before dinner. 
and Frank Oberer Jr. begins. James, it's wonderful to see you again. It's been too long. Let me introduce Stanley Silverfield, my protege, and James Shepard. Hello, Frank. It's good to meet you, Mr. Silverfield, and the King. Hello, Mr. Shepard. Mr. Ober's been telling me about you, and please call me Stanley. James Shepard. I will. Thank you. Frank, tell me about what's new with the Martin estate and how Stanley fits in our work. Frank Ober, Jr. Stanley is Glenn Martin's personal representative. He is essential to guiding our work for Della's situation and return to private life. Stanley, please share your story with James. And the king calmly, uh, respectfully begins, I met Mr. Martin in August of 1944. It began as a coincidental conversation on the tarmac at an Air Corps replacement depot in Shreveport, Louisiana. A warm day as Mr. Martin and the Air Corps brass pulled up to meet our crew. We were standing in the shade of the wing of the plane when Mr. Martin stepped out of the ride and came forward to greet us. James Shepard to the King. You're a veteran, Stanley, and the King. Yes, I was a B-26 bombardier, a marauder man, riding my war in the greenhouse. Mr. Martin was touring the training facility with Hap Arnold, the Air Corps commander, and they stopped at our plane. We had a brief conversation about my job in the greenhouse. And James Shepard, the nose. You were training on a different plane before that? And Stanley. Yes, just before our group shipped to New York for our port of embarkation from Columbia, South Carolina, our orders changed. We were working on the B-17, but that became history. The Air Corps needed to staff and train crews to fly the B-26. And James Shepard, gaining curiosity to the king. And after the meeting with Glenn Martin, what happened? And Stanley? Well, our crews rode the Queen Mary to England in September of 44, and we posted to A-72 in northern France with the 397th Bomber Group and the 597th Bomber Squadron in October. I flew my first mission over Germany at night on November 5th, and then I was ordered to fly before Thanksgiving to Baltimore. Mr. Martin requested my help on design modifications. And Frank Ober, Jr. Stanley, your presence on that trip made such an impression on Glenn and Minta Martin. It made them feel that their lives were important to the men and women at war. And the king, looking at Frank Ober, Jr. Yes, Mr. Ober, I had no idea about my effect until after the war. I called Mr. Martin to talk about the GI Bill and enrolling at Maryland and possibly working 
for Martin Manufacturing as a design professional. And James Shepard to the King, and your connection to Della Martin, the Silver King, calmly again. Mr. Martin spoke with me about Della throughout my career at the company. It was quite a remarkable series of stories about his guilt and love for a sister who was far away. I don't think he could talk about her with anyone, and certainly not his mother. James Shepard to Stanley, it's a pleasure to meet you, Stanley. You're quite a young man with a remarkable story of your own. You rode the nose of a B-26. You came home from the war. You joined the company and were important to Glenn Martin and his mother. Your interest and leadership in Della Martin's life makes our firm's involvement clearer and specific. We look forward to sharing time with you and helping Della regain her life. And this is Della Martin, Glenn's sister, who appears from the stage shadows to stand under a single light and speak directly to the audience. I did not know that my brother, Glenn, through his private Baltimore physician, was exchanging letters with the hospital's medical superintendent, Dr. Gorecki. Glenn sent me things after Mother died, a box of chocolate, a wool stole. I did follow his career with the help of friends who visited me at Patton. We read newspaper stories about his company. Our father, Clarence, didn't talk much about Glenn or Mother during his brief visits with me before he died. I don't think Father ever understood my illness. He was always so sad. His sadness overwhelmed me. I worried so much about his visit days. Glenn and Mother left both of us behind. But I am Della, still alive. This is the end of Scene 2, entitled Chicago, in Act 1, a prominent patient of the fourth play in our series, Who is Della? And you are listening to The Silver King's War.